Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Hank. I want a dog now. Oh, boy. You have a dog. You want me to bring Stella next week? She'll be like, oh, she's so cute. I want a baby. She gonna get out I'm gonna bring Kyla next week, Jason, so he can eat you. I have an extra thing. That sounds like a personal problem. (laughs) Play it, Jason. This is Doorbumper Clear, and I'm Casey Boat. Rain at Dover pushed the race until Monday, but the gang is back and ready to discuss. We'll cover the return of single car qualifying, Kyle Bush's aero package comments, Kevin Harvick's millennial car... Package comments? <laughs> I said aero package. You guys suck. I have to do this again. Uh, we'll cover the return of single car qualifying, Kyle Bush's aero package comments... Kevin Harvick's millennial car, controversial NASCAR rulings, and much more. Take it. I'm PJ Majors. This is Brent Griffin. Get ready. Be ready. Be ready. Give me what you got here. New leader. Oh, watch out for this guy. White flag. Recognize. Go low. Go low. Clear. Bring home. Three wide. Go to the line. Door. Bumper. Clear. Well, hello, everyone. Oh, so now you start the show and not TJ? This is yeah. TJ's show. You didn't know that? Say, I mean, Sorry, I, I, I look at Casey talking. and she's out like, hey, everybody. Welcome to Door Bumper Clear. I am TJ on Majors. Your phone. You're always on your phone. You were just on your phone when the show started. I was doing my makeup like you. Checking my hair. I was not doing my makeup. I was filming the dog, okay? Right. You got up early today. You had time to get an eat-in cup. I had to work before this. Oh, okay. Wow. Sorry. Carry on. <laughs> Brett Griffin, Spider, Clint Boyer. That's all I do now. <laughs> Everybody else fired me. That's all I got. <laughs> I just show up and work 50 minutes Jeez. on Friday, work about an hour on Saturday. I mean, I still have, I still have Ben Rhodes in the truck. So yeah. I got a couple of Xfinity races this year still. I've got Austin Dillon at Charlotte in Xfinity. So that should be, be fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be interesting. Yeah, be fun. Hmm. What, so he's going to be in... Um, yeah, he ran, you know, the 10 car he ran uh, for Colleague in Vegas, ran, finished fourth with it, um, which was one of their uh, few top okay, five. Okay, so, so it's not an RCR car. No, okay. no it's, it's Colleague Racing's car, um, and so he'll run that. I don't think I could tell everywhere he's running, but he's definitely running uh, Charlotte. I don't know if that's been announced. If it hadn't, I guess I just announced it. I have not heard it, but. I have not heard it I mean, <laughs> if I were him, I'd be asking, so that's a, I can't break my own news, can I? That's an association. Do we need to cut the show and cars. restart? Do they get children's cars? Or? Yeah. They do not. They, I mean, they, they have an alliance. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, they, they've got access to engineering. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's basically like the J.R.M. Hendrick I'd thing. go in there and be like, I want what Reddick runs. 
Every week. Every week. Yeah. Hey, so, we said earlier in the year that kid can will it too. Yeah. I mean, I working with him before it, he's improved a lot. Like he's actually. Um, it sounds like we're in the shop today. It does. Yeah. Oh, they changed tires. Like, oh, they're right here behind us. Tell that guy we're trying to do a podcast. Is that Dustin? He's not even doing anything right there. Hey! They can't hear us, TJ. We're in a yeah, soundproof room. Nah, man, there's coals in the glass right here. He's got earphones <laughs> in, too. You guys are so easily he's like, used. He's not what even do you, what doing What do you think anything. he's listening to? <laughs> he's not even doing anything. What do you think he's listening to? He looks to? important. Oh, He's making a hell of a lot of racket. Not only that's even him, is That's it? not him. It's not Dustin. I mean, it'd be great if you went up and tapped the wall it and said him. Dustin. What's TJ going? <laughs> Bang on the window, TJ. Try to scare him. <laughs> Oh, you chicken. Now he's leaving. Here you go. <laughs> TJ's <laughs> presence scared him away. What an idiot. Man, he sounds like a guy in pit road before a race down there. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> Look at me. I got an air gun. <laughs> <laughs> they're warming up, guys, okay? They Dude. warm up for like three hours. That's what they tell people the when they're on pit guys. road. Yeah, they're just warming up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I get it. You got to get under and get in, your, get in your rhythm. But when they're like clearing the lion's house, they're like, boom. My favorite part about pit crew guys in today's world is, let me go back. When I got here, the guys who traveled to work on the cars, they were also the pit crew yeah, guys. tire changers. So when this transition occurred to where these new guys are now, the, the B team. And they're the, yeah. So now the, the, the road crew calls them the athletes. Here come the athletes. Like they're kind of jealous of them. You know what I, I mean? I mean, I love it when I'm giving a pit and garage tour because I'm like, you never know, guys. They could be retired NFL football players, and they all get excited. So yeah, I think it's a great thing to talk about. What's your favorite part about pit crew, guys? Here's that this guy back son again. Son of a gun right here. <laughs> My thing is, like, do something, guy. Can you turn the camera to this guy, please? Well, can we get him? He's uh, doing something. Look, he he's is. He's not doing anything. Hey. He's playing with his thing. <laughs> Look at him. Oh, it's out of air. Thank God. Nope, it's back in there. He's complaining that he's working right now. <laughs> TJ is complaining that the guy's doing his job. He's not working on anything. He is. He's, he's on wasting his wasting nitrogen. Knees. Brett, you look super okay. preppy today. Thanks. He laid it down. Go get it, donor. Take that thing. <laughs> go take it off there. I'm going to go uh, look at boats when we leave here. Holy cow. <laughs> so I don't want to look like some broke guy buying a boat. <laughs> you just got, you're fired from the truck, fired from Xfinity all the time. And you so now you're going to go boat? buy a boat. I know, but I just bought me a truck. I'm so on I, a I boat. Bought me, I bought me a boat. Now I got to buy a truck to pull it. But I bought the truck first. So what I are you going to name it? My boat? Yeah. I think I want to name it Aquagasm. What do you think about that? <laughs> Does that sound like a fun boat name? My boat's going to be fun, first of all. Can we have a... Recording on the boat is that a yeah is that a fun boat name or is that too far? Oh man, that's. I mean, I mean, I, just knowing I would, what Lake Norman is like, like is it going on Lake Norman? Uh, explaining it to your kids would probably be the hardest part. I mean, but they're his kids; they probably yeah, your, already know what that are, is. <laughs> your kids are old enough; they're going to want to go. With, they're going to be like, "Hey, Dad, can I bring some friends?" Or be like, "Hey, what's your boat name?" Oh, it's the Aquagasm. Well, then I'll just that's cover up the gasm part, and it'll just be Aqua. Uh, that's yeah. a lot of work. Is it too much? It's probably uh, too for much. For Lake Norman, maybe. What do y'all think a good boat name is? Um, Dirty Mo. Retired spotter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not retired yet. Yet. Um, Dorba Brooklier. Eyes on the lake. <laughs> what was that? Uh, <laughs> Just take, take some, what's your spot? What's your uh, boater Brett? <laughs> Motor boater. <laughs> Casey Motor Boater. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
That's what we'll name it. I, I think uh, <laughs> there's a lot of different avenues to take with this. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, uh, so yeah, we raced at Dover. Um, it was pretty uneventful. Dover? It was, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Man. Yeah, Dover was, um, it was, it was not as bad. It was worse than, I thought Richmond was kind of bad with the air, but at least, at least it was a short track, so you could move around a little bit and get runs off the corner. And a couple lanes, you know, kind of form. Dover was super hard. Like, it was like Richmond magnified to me. Like, you couldn't, you couldn't, um. I've never been more surprised in my life at a racetrack that we, we did that, honestly. Have you? Yeah, I, Here's the thing, though. I caught a, a very slow car in practice, and it was a car in its 30s. You became a slow car. And I became a slow car. <laughs> yeah. Like, I literally I lost six tenths as yeah. soon as I caught this guy, and I couldn't move around, and I couldn't pass him. And I was like, well, what are we, what are we going to do Sunday if there's yeah. going to be 40 of us out here doing this? So I think that, uh, for me, that kind of was foreshadowing for what the race was going to be like, almost terrifying. And, and what it produced was – ultimately a caution-free race and it and it goes back to what we've been saying these cars are too easy to drive when you can run 400 laps at dover and your only two cautions are because guys are, are having right front issues both those guys hit something to cause right front issues it's not like it but, was a tire issue no it was uh when you have a another thing for people that might not um um understand is when you have a green racetrack like dover it is for the first 150 200 laps you do not move up until you see numerous cars move up because you're all going to a green racetrack harder on the right front it's harder on the right front it's fast when you move up it's really fast cuz it's green because it's it's just your tires grabbing that green asphalt or green concrete there and yeah it's just grippy, you yeah. know that's why you're able to see guys move up we've we've done it I've done it with Dale Jr. we moved up we're three tenths faster than the field guess what we did pow Blue right front. AJ Allmendinger. So, um, Everybody that moves up too early. But still, even after it rubber, you know, even after it laid a little bit of rubber, it wasn't. You couldn't. You could move up there, but it wasn't. Um, there wasn't fall off like it, there needed to be. Man, still. we would move up for with Clint for a few laps, and we'd be really fast. But after a few laps, it had just blown the tires off of it, and then we'd yeah. lose that time and have to go back to the bottom. Yeah, you had to time. You had to run the bottom until you timed your run on the guy in front of you that got caught up in a little bit of dirty air, and you needed to have a run at that point. Here's what I don't understand, TJ, and maybe you're, you don't want to talk about it, but I want to talk about it. Everybody's blowing I'm up. Not everybody's talk blowing about up it. Kyle Busch. <laughs> everybody's blowing up the, the '95 car owner. Everybody's blowing up anybody that says anything. Why isn't anybody actually blowing up Goodyear? Why? Why is that tire that damn good? I mean, Goodyear builds a phenomenal tire. But is it Goodyear or is it NASCAR mandating it? NASCAR's not mandating the tires. No, but but allowing it to them to run it. Somebody at NASCAR needs to go knock on the Goodyear door and say, "Hey, I bro, think, um, we need a and better I'm asking, tire." I'm asking the question, meaning I don't, I don't know. I think so. with less testing in packs and groups, like now we have we have tire tests now, but there's three cars there, so we really don't get a good indication on what you know you're gonna have. Like I think. Um, with this new package and stuff, and we've had this, it's been a pretty common theme that the tires are, have been really hard, but we're going, Goodyear's, you know, I, I understand their side of things. They're nervous because they don't want to have, they're going so fast, they don't want to put us in a boat where we have to manage the right front tire. Yeah. Because if we're managing the right front tire, people are popping tires. And if they're popping tires, they're hitting the walls, and hitting the walls hard too. So, um, 
We I think have a, to have it. Honestly, though, TJ, with the speeds that we saw on Friday, when in order for uh, Sunday to be a great race, we need to see two seconds, two and a half seconds of fall off on lap times in order to produce yeah. a good race. And we did not see that on Sunday. And you saw the product of the race. It was the a glorified only, parade. The thing I didn't like was I think there obviously needs to be tire fall off. Our best races come with tire fall off. Um, we look like an Indy car race for the first time ever. That looked like a slot car race to me. It looked like some kid in the stands pulling That's trigger. That's what Clint Boyer has been saying these cars drive like since day one with his package. My issue, they drive like a slot car. My issue with this is we drove down into the corner. Is it that guy again? Yeah. Now he has a hammer. <laughs> look at his shoes. What what shop guy works in shoes like that? Is that is true. Those this are has to be shoes. a vendor. Dylan's about to have a heart attack. I mean, he just went and got a hammer and a piece of steel and is beating it on the other side of the glass right here. Honestly, this would be a he's great a prank for Dillner if we did this one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, no, literally, during... he's literally not accomplishing anything. I guy. was waiting no. for... We could do it during the download, like <laughs> set it all up. Oh, wait. That's actually Micah. This is a prank. Oh. oh, they're messing with you. Because <laughs> Brett saw this. Did you know about it? Dylan oh, knew about that it. That was Micah. <laughs> because the shoes gives it away. That's what I said. I what, was like, I've never seen this guy, guy in his shoes like yeah. that. Y'all did good. Y'all got yeah. us. We got punked. Yeah. Who is that guy? Micah. He's the studio manager. Danny okay. Jr. was in on it too. <laughs> Yeah. Everybody's staring. We're going to go and um, rearrange Micah's office after this show. I'll show you where it is. <laughs> Universal middle fingers for everybody in on so that. So that's why nobody would go tell him to <laughs> shut up either. Jason, were you in on that? No, I had no idea. That's awesome. Dilner was in on it. 100% in on it. Dilner, right there. <laughs> yeah, TJ's the worst at pranks. Y'all just pranked the wrong guy. Yeah, where's his office at? Is it upstairs? Oh, sweet. Oh, I know where this is. We... Oh, this will be great. What's he drive? He's crying. <laughs> what does he drive? A car. <laughs> What's his license plate? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to need a valve stem tool. Tell him all his valve stems are going to be in the grass. This was Dil- you know this was Dillner's idea, though. It probably was, because he went out there. It was Dillner's or Mike Davis. <laughs> So my issue, can I talk about my issue yet? <laughs> you have a lot of them. We've had several issues. We've had a my guy issue. with a fake air gun. We've had a guy with a fake hammer beating on with... We've with, had a guy with, with office <laughs> shoes on in the shop. That, so this is all going to be on JRM360. This will make a great episode, so... Yeah, and when we get Micah back, when his valve stem <laughs> was his valve cores are in the grass at lunchtime and he's looking for them, that'll be on 360 as well. You know what that well. means, right, is we're going to have to figure out a prank for that whole group. Donor involved, so yeah, yeah, can't talk fine. about it on here. They'll listen. We'll talk. Yeah, about that's it fine. Afterwards. Anyway, so at Dover, you couldn't follow a guy into a corner and get him off the bottom. You could follow somebody as close as possible, and it did not affect him one His bit. rear didn't move, which I don't like. And it used to. You it could used pack to be on that left rear. It used to be the point where a guy worked real hard to get to that point, and then you kind of had him. Now there is none of that. It took away. A, it took away an offensive maneuver to create stuff. And I don't, that's something that I don't, I don't know if it's because 
It was know, harder that, than ever to get to his bumper, and when you did finally get to his bumper, it didn't move. Him. His car didn't wiggle a quarter of an inch. Yeah, the only passing was when they would get the people in front of you would get jammed up, and you'd have a run. So, I really thought seeing the speeds that we saw on Friday, we had the potential for a hell of a race. But then when I saw in Saturday that I got behind a very slow car, and then it made me a very slow car, I was like, "Well, we're in trouble," and the tire was just too good. It was, I mean, just not enough fall off. We we pitted and took two and came out 10th. We got a few of them on a restart. We ended up getting up to six, but we were stuck with two tires and six. Yeah. Like, not yeah. moving. And that, listen to me. I was three and a half tenths faster than you catching you. And oh, yeah. I, and when I caught you, I yeah. was stuck. Oh, I saw. And the yeah. guy behind me, he would catch both of us, and then he was stuck. Like And, and so Brad got in trouble one time and, and with a lap car, and we were four tenths faster than him. We caught him. We couldn't do anything with him. He got stuck, screwed up with a lap car. So we got him. We drove off by a straightaway in three to four laps. Like, that's how much faster we were. And when your car is that much faster, you're supposed to be able to pass. And Dover's always been, quote, hard to pass. But it's never been this hard to pass. If these guys no, want cars really running closer together instead of passing each other, the philosophy's wrong. The philosophy has to be that we can still pass. I don't give a crap how close we run together. That's what IndyCar does. They have 300,000 people watching their races. We got to be able to run side by side. We got to be able to pass. Yeah, period. Let's go, Casey. I'm already red faced. I got prank. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. We got tires growing on. We got we can't pass. <laughs> All right, let's head in the spot on, spot off. Spot off the tool bag over here. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Were you in on this, Casey? No, I I had no idea. I'll murder you. I swear. Yeah. I can't keep a secret. I'm like the worst. Spot on, spot off. Spot on, spot off. He's spot off the <laughs> You like it, it's fall off, you don't like it, and you say why either way. You pregnant? Casey's nope. pregnant. <laughs> Casey, how far along? We just need to add a segment on the show where they ask me that question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, no. How far along are you? Do I look like I'm pregnant? Is it a boy or a girl? Slightly. <laughs> it could be retaining water, TJ. It may not be that she's pregnant. <laughs> you nauseous? <laughs> They're doctors. <laughs> trying to diagnose your hair you. falling out? I don't think that's a... Are you on prenatal vitamins right now? No. Drink this tequila. (laughs) (laughs) That's the ultimate test. (laughs) If they don't drink the tequila, it's like, oh, they're pregnant. She didn't drink it on the first episode. If if I was pregnant then, I would be real fat now. (laughs) Easy. I wouldn't use that Heavier. Heavier. Jeez. Well, I'm I'm saying it about myself. I'm not saying it about somebody else. (laughs) Is it a boy or a girl? I'm not pregnant. Twins. Chad would be... Oh, my gosh. Let's not talk about it. daddy's would it be. Chad listen to the show? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I can talk a lot of crap about him, and he would have no idea, probably. Yeah. Uh, first topic, single car qualifying returns. Spot on, spot off. TJ, you just clearly have a lot to say. I have a lot to say to that guy in the shop <laughs> and everyone else that was involved in this. But uh, spot off, um, it was cool, but I liked the – I mean, we qualified good still. We qualified fourth. Um, I just – I liked the – I like the uh, tension build up to the one run, five minutes. Let's go. See who's going to go, who's not going to go. Dover would have been a little bit different than that. Dover was going to be a mess like Richmond, but I I mean, I like it. Here's the thing. Um, one mile and under tracks, we could go group qualifying and nobody be at a disadvantage. One mile and over tracks, we, did, we, we saw what was going on with the gimmicks. But when group qualifying was first introduced, I was like, man, you know what? This could be really cool, and I think with the package that we had in Cup, it worked really, really well. 
Um, unfortunately, as time went on, we saw the fastest car and the fastest driver get screwed. You know, Chase Elliott sat on the pole. He got disqualified for not making it back to the line in time. Ryan Blaney, I think, set a track record, and, and he didn't even sit on the pole that day because there was a whole other round of qualifying. So congratulations to the fastest car and the fastest driver at Dover for sitting on the pole. Therefore, single, qualifi- single car qualifying <laughs> is working. Spot on. I like the chaos. I felt like it gave us an advantage, so I like it. Interesting. All right. Truex fills pre-race tech and wins after starting from the rear. Uh, Brett. Man, this almost uh, seems like the days of old for old Cole Pern. You know, the guy. Uh, the guys fell tech a lot and then come to come on to win the race. So uh, you can't. I mean, spot on to uh, to Martin for for driving a flawless race. I think he got up to probably eleventh or twelfth that first stage. He was the only guy that I really saw that could pass cars. His speed through the center of the corner was unbelievable, and he looked a lot freer than, than most of the rest of the field. So, obviously, they, they figured something out. But it's still kind of weird that a guy can fail and still win, you know. So, uh, man, I don't know. It um, Spot on for what they pulled off. But, you know, when that guy failed the, the, the Kentucky Derby Tech, he gone. Yeah, I think uh... – I'm I'm uh, spot on for driving a great race. Things obviously fell in, in place for him. He had to get the right row on the restarts. Otherwise, he never would have got that track position because he's not going to pass 10 cars from 11th. Them top 10, you're not going to pass him straight up. You have to get some help on restarts. You have to get some help on that stuff. He might have got half of them. Um, but, road. yeah, I mean, you, got, you get him on pit road, you're on the outside lane on a restart. Like I said, we – we came down pit road in 14th or 15th, took two tires, came out 10th. We ended up 6th. And then we stayed out a little bit longer in a green flag cycle and lost one spot and ended up 7th. Came so. out with two tires. Well, actually, did you stay out or come out with two tires when you won that stage? <laughs> two tires. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. We stayed out. Yeah, stayed we out. We stayed out. Um, it hurt us a little bit because I think we're, we normally can drive back through okay, you know, but – Man, we were stuck. You, there was a point where I thought you may get a lap down, you know, when the leader was really yeah, coming. Yeah, they and were. He got some traffic, slowed him down. But We could run competitive speeds, but you're just stuck. Stuck. So the only other car that I saw uh, that I thought could have competed with the, um, the 19 at the time was the 88. 88 came from the back. It, but he was one of them guys that um, he'd sling it off in there and drive all the way to the high side. He would. All the way to the wall almost. I mean, that's what – he had that stage, but he overdrove turn one. Um, he had that stage one, but he was one of the guys that can make up time. Back-to-back runner-up finishes for Alex Bowman. Yeah. Guy yeah. who needed it. Yeah. Good uh, for them guys. Yeah, good for good for them guys for sure. Kyle Bush's comments on the Aero package. Jason, you want to play it? I will play it. Thanks to my friend Davey Siegel for sending the audio to me. He was at the race. Here it is. Oh, the package sucks. No question about it. It's terrible. But all I can do is about it and uh, fall on deaf ears and We'll come back here with the same thing in the fall. <laughs> Anytime you get a chance to drop an F-bomb, just do it. Brett does. Oh, That's man. Awesome. You know, I guess there was uh, no fine for the... Right. Was this on radio or TV? This was to a print guy. Okay. It yep. wasn't national radio. Okay. TV. I mean, I, I got no problem with a guy being disappointed with it. Kyle's one of the guys that's, that's used to... He normally has the best car almost every week. He's one of the guys that can drive from the back to the front. And, you know, he wasn't able to do it for once, so he's frustrated. Jason, how would you feel about this? I mean, this is your guy. Oh, this is his guy. I'm just glad he's voicing his opinion and saying something controversial like no one else will do. TJ, you spot on or spot off for him saying it? So, 
I'm uh you know I'm spot on for Kyle speaking what he thinks. Uh, Surprised he didn't get fined. Slightly, because there's some pretty strong language in there. No matter who you're talking to, there's some pretty strong language. I know people have been fined for saying a lot less. I know, granted it was on TV, but you don't know who's listening right there. Um, but still, spot on for Kyle speaking his mind. That the, we need the personalities, man. That's him. Be yourself. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, anytime Kyle doesn't run top five or win a race, he's mad. I disagree with you because when he won the first race of Bristol in the car tomorrow, he beat Jeff Burton, and he was in victory lane, <laughs> yeah. and he said, this car drives like <laughs> These cars suck. And we, over the course of the car tomorrow, managed to lose a lot of momentum that we had with TV audiences and live audiences. So for a guy of Kyle's talent to get out and make this comment um, – I don't think it's the first time he said it. I think this is the first time he said it where he knew the whole world was going to listen to what he was saying, and that's why he did it this way. I'm probably spot off for the fact that he said it in public, but I think I'm spot on for the fact that he'd probably been saying it privately and it wasn't getting any attention, and he did feel like it was falling on deaf ears, and he knew if he did this, it would change and it would get back, and then maybe they would see some kind of reaction. Like I'm telling you right now, every driver that I talk to in the Cup Series says – these cars are too easy to drive. And when I talk to guys who run the Xfinity Series versus the Cup Series, they say, man, it's a lot harder to drive the Xfinity car. They're harder to get in the corner. You're out of the gas. They're sliding around. You get into the Cup car, they got so much downforce, they're just planted. They're a, quote, slot car. So Kyle Busch is one of the more talented guys in the field, and he's pissed. And so those media people saying, well, this is just Kyle whining. No, it's not. Go back to that car tomorrow race. He won the race, and he got out. And this is no different. I think it's a little both. I think Kyle's frustrated. That he How many races has he won this year? Three. Yeah, he's won yeah, three. Yeah, he's real frustrated. <laughs> well, he's frustrated every time he doesn't win, though. But, I mean, he, he has points on both sides. So, um, yeah. 95 team owner Bob Levine's tweets. The first one he sent after Kyle Busch made his comments, he said, let me second at Kyle Busch's statement. This package sucks. has nothing to do with where he finished. And then um, – a couple days, I guess, yesterday. And uh, Bob tweeted, I have no issue with your statement, Vince Welch, except that neither Kyle nor myself criticized NASCAR or any of their officials. It was simply a rules package that was in question. If they can't handle those comments, we have bigger issues. Thank you. Mic drop. And he's been tweeting like crazy for days now. Yeah. Spot on, spot off, Brett. I'm surprised. You know, I don't think I've ever seen an owner uh, go on Twitter to, to basically – you know, magnify what a driver that's not even on his team said. So he is endorsing Kyle's tweet from an ownership perspective. And I'm surprised because this whole rules package that, that we came up with and, and said a lot of the rules that we've made is to make underfunded teams more relative. Just about to say that. You know, it yeah. was it was let's don't bring as many crew guys. Let's make these guys wear patches. Let's do X, Y, and Z to cut costs. And then this package was let's make it to where we can all, quote, run in a pack, run closer together, have more relevance to these teams. You know, th this 95 team, this is the first year they've been even remotely relevant. Yeah, they're so definitely for, more relevant. So for him to be against it, is a big statement about how he feels about this package. So for an owner to come out and say this, look, it's it's happened in other sports. You know, ownership has come out and spoke out against things. He said he didn't speak out against the sanctioning body. He spoke out against the rules package. Well, guess who came up with the yeah, rules I package? I think the sanctioning body. Um, I was just – I'm not spot on or spot off for the fact that this guy had the balls to tweet this. I'm just really, really surprised. I will say this, though, like a Vince Welch coming out and saying – 
you know, he kind of went against Bob saying, man, I wouldn't have done that. And, and he obviously did what he wanted to do, but he may have done that and he may get fined. Vince Welch gets paid by TV. TV pays NASCAR. So there again, like we talked about earlier this year, you know, some of these people are salesmen. Um, and they have to be, you know, right. If I worked for MRN that's owned by ISC, I can't say anything negative about this package, anything negative right. about, you know, the racetracks that, that ISC owns, Daytona, Talladega, the list goes on and on and on. So, um, everybody's got their own agenda. You know, I probably knew need to do a better job of sticking to my agenda versus being so just unbiased with some of these comments. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I'm necessarily spot on for that. I think that's something you can be disappointed with it and just make a comment like, you know, hey, this roll package needs adjusting still, but you're relevant now. Like the '95 is one, you know, one superstar like Kurt Busch or something from going over there to being very relevant. Um, in my opinion, it's it's a it's a '78 car in the making. Like that car, it's getting better and better. So, um, you know, and that's a big statement. I mean, that, they, yeah, they, that's they big, really are. Man. I mean, when, when they first started, '78 with Kenny Wallace and Regan Smith, and you know, good drivers. But yeah. not great drivers. But every time they do something, they kept getting better. TJ just made a great point. So they're 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 obviously on the right path, you know. And you know, I look at um, there's some there's some accounts on Instagram and Twitter that post some old races and stuff. And some of them, when they come up, there's not those races were good races, but they were few and far between. And we've had some good races here. Um, we've had some pretty good races in the last few years. You know, our our racing's not terrible. You know, obviously NASCAR is working on it all the time. It's a work in progress, and it's not just the package. There's, there's things that can make this package better, like the tires. There's things that there's things that that's my biggest complaint. What you just said, the tires. Well, that and and you know, there's things that maybe we can adjust. Maybe we knock some of that rear spoiler off the thing. Something I don't know. Like let some of that air get down behind the car. Let it, let the other guy use it on his nose. You know, get there or something. Um, I I don't know the answer to it, but you know, it's a work in progress and. We've had some good races. People just need to, you know, understand that just like uh, this, this, our sport's different than, than like basketball. You're that, those roles are set in place. They don't, our sport is, we're evolving all the time. You know, basketball players get better. They don't have to adjust the shot clock because a guy is stronger or faster. We have to do things in our sport because we've got a lot more moving pieces to our sport than almost any other sport. So I, I mean, I want to hear what you think about this. Our guys are used to be being able to pass cars when they're faster than the other car. And they're not right now. And that's why I think, look, uh, you know, last year it was Stuart Haas, JGR in the, in the 78 car. Those were the top three right now. It's just JGR and Pinsky. So if you're part of those two organizations, you're probably a pretty big fan of this. I think, JGR's won, won seven races. You guys, guys have won like four races or whatever those numbers are. But but for me, man, as a driver and knowing the guys that I know, they want to have the opportunity to pass when they catch a car and they don't have that, and that's why they're frustrated. I'm all for still making them – I mean, we got stuck. We were stuck Sunday. And I know we were better than the next seven, eight cars in front of us too. We were stuck. Um, I think uh, – yeah, I think it's still – you know, people – they just need to keep working on it, you know. I think that's, you know, it's always going to be work in progress, but you do want to be able to at least move around and work on a guy or see a guy, oh, that guy's using his stuff up. I'm just going to ride here for a few laps, let him burn his stuff up, and then I'll drive by him. Something. Uh, thoughts on Kevin Harvick's millennial car for the All-Star Race, which is right here. <laughs> spot on, spot off. Whoever wants to go. You it, all both it, want to talk, clearly. Pink? Oh, have you not looked at it? It's pink and teal? You need to look at the pictures. Do you see what it's written on it? 
Oh my gosh, man! Look at this. What's the uh, what's the intention of the the millennial paint scheme? AF. <laughs> Bush AF. Yes, that's awesome. Yes, look at the side. Turnt left. Turnt left. <laughs> See the emojis they put on there. A little frog with a dude. Cup. This is awesome. It is good, man. That is freaking awesome. Bush's Bay. <laughs> Bush's Bay. Before anything else. Yeet. <laughs> Yeet, what does yeet mean? I don't know, Jason, what is it? Um, Actually, I've, my friends use it all the time, but I don't Tracy, really know what it means. I've never even heard of it. Does yeet. that make me old? What does that mean? <laughs> it's just like an exclamation. Is that like in my feels? Like Carson? Uh, we need Carson yeah. on this show. Carson is in the book. Hey, that's awesome. It is yeah, awesome. I, I spot on. <laughs> spot on all those slogans They said they were going to run it last year if something happened. I forget well, what it was. It was like a bet. After they claimed that Harvard could win the championship because old guys rule, and then Bush said if he didn't win, they would run a millennial car in the all-star yeah. race. So he didn't win the championship, and here we go. Well, I got to know what yeet means, though. Skeet? Do you want to look it up, Brett? <laughs> I'm looking it up, but... Who was the rapper that always say, skeet, skeet, skeet? Skeet, 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 mother... <laughs> yeah. Isn't that a... From the Is window. it Lil Wayne? Yes, yeah, that's right. Lil John, Lil John. Yeah, Lil John. Oh, yeah. I knew that one. <laughs> oh, my well, gosh. spot on for... Uh, hey, that's a big marketing step <laughs> yeah. for those guys. This is huge for them. Like, I think it's cool because it's kind of grassroots where, like, it's more just of just conversation. It. Yeah. I think they're just owning it. Hey, we'll run it. Why not, man? But that's, like... This is going to sell to them. Like Last time I drank a Bush beer was when we won Martinsville. I will drink a Bush <laughs> beer this week because of that car. That's cool. Yeah, I, I think it's cool they're running with it. And I, I, I can't wait to see what Harvick, you know, when he does some media about it and stuff, what his, his comments are going to be. Yeah, You know, Delana is a, a very fun, like, R&B, hip-hop lady. Like, you know, she, she gets it. Kevin, eh. I mean, he's from California, but he's not, like, Super fun and, and hey, he's uh, not AF. No, he's not an <laughs> AF guy. You know what I mean? Like he's not the guy that you want to. No. He's not. He's not going to make the top ten guys of who I want to go party with in the Cup Series. Yeah, he, not tomorrow. You know what I mean? He doesn't say. He's, a, he's a very serious guy, yeah. very business guy, and and obviously a <laughs> one hell of a race car driver, right? But he's not the guy that you would pick to run this paint scheme, no. which makes it even funnier. He probably doesn't use emojis either. Now, Rodney, this car don't turn. Don't turn. <laughs> turn. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Yeet was a popular dance on Vine in 2014, and that's where the saying came from. I don't yeet, really huh? know why people use it. You don't oh, know how well. to eat? No. <laughs> what is Yeet? We need to do a, a class on this. <laughs> AF. Yeet AF. I, I text AF all the time. You would. I think it's funny they put it on there, man. <laughs> I do, too. So, yeah. That's hopefully awesome. the crew guys have matching uniforms. Oh, yeah, hopefully the crew guys... Uniforms are. I'm excited for All Star because I, I like mean, how they make it. Same deal with Rodney Childers. Like he's yeah. not the guy that would be this millennial carrier. No. Like that makes it even better and yes. even funnier. Like that is. They I think used that's probably to be why they're fun. doing it. Yeah. Now they're they're opening themselves up to a There's another almost, group. Yeah, like yeah. we're not just after this crowd anymore. We're going after this crowd. I hope we're they. Gonna, I hope they do more with it, like at the track or own up to it. Like know. Alan uh, Mincy's on this team. Dax is on this team. Cheddar's on this team. Those three guys are fun guys. Like I can see them being in their forties and carrying this 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 banner that ultimately yeah. they're carrying. But the crew chief and driver, hell no, that makes this awesome. Didn't, uh, didn't Gibbs run a? Oh, Kyle ran a pony sparkle. Figure he'd know. <laughs> I just remember. <laughs> oh yeah, they only had like a cat. It had a cat on it. Or yeah, something? I forget why they did it, but that was a bunch of years. ago. Do you ago. still have your shirt? 
Shut up. I saw him. I saw him yesterday. He and said, I, yeah, look, I thought about getting something signed for you. I was like, mm. no. Someone tweeted you were in that video with him. Yeah, and someone responded. I, I was like, yeah, thanks a lot. Hey, Kyle. Do not Here like Kyle Bush. Please stop. You're spreading so the full of it, man. I don't. You eat M and M's all yeah. the time. Fatuated. You want to know who my favorite driver was? Uh, Ryan Kyle. Newman. That was my favorite guy was? growing up. Yeah. Wow. Is he not now. Well, now I love Clint Boyer and Joey Logano. Hello. Oh yeah. Okay. Key wow. Loves That's Sucking a Kyle Bush statement right there. <laughs> yeah. Listen up. When you're done listening to Door Bumper Clear, go listen and subscribe to my podcast, The Dale Jr. Download. This week we talk horsepower of a different kind, that thing called the Kentucky Derby. My wife Amy went with us and she joins us. Plus, catch us on TV Tuesday, 5 p.m. on NBC Sports Network. The Dale Jr. Download, available on major podcast platforms. The Dale Jr. Download. All right, before we get back started here, the Charlotte community has endured a tragic week. My school, UNC Charlotte, still mourning following last Tuesday's shooting in the Mooresville Police Department, lost an officer in the line of duty. We want to take a moment of silence for the lives lost this past week. Riley Howell, Reed Parlier, and Officer Jordan Sheldon. All right, we are back. It was a tough week to be a Charlottean, you know? Yeah. Jason, obviously, uh, you were on, not necessarily on campus when it happened, but obviously a current student, man. How's the, how's the vibe over there? Uh, somber still, trying to get used to it. Classes canceled, finals canceled, so a weird way to end the semester. But Completely canceled? Pretty much. Yeah, they were pretty much optional, so I didn't take any because I didn't have to. But yeah, hard going back in the classroom after that. Man, I hate to hear that. I was uh, I got a really good friend uh, that was friends with the, the girl who was ultimately killed by that Uber driver, the fake Uber driver in uh, in Columbia. And man, people just all we can say is stop doing stupid stuff. Don't ruin other people's lives because you're not happy. The only you know, make a change in your life. Don't you know ruin don't ruin someone else's you're not just hurting them you're hurting a whole line of people friends and family and stuff so communities yeah and the community man that that police officer is there to protect you yeah. you know he he's there to protect you and your family if anything does go wrong so you know yeah. these people are not not the enemy yeah bad deal And we are back. We'll head in the fast lane. I'll give these guys three topics pertaining to racing and one that is off the wall. They'll have 30 seconds to respond to each. First question. Adam Stern reported that teams are asking NASCAR and the tracks to help pay the major expense of the Gen 7 car. Should the teams be provided financial assistance for this change? Brett. This Adam Stern guy gets a lot of news. Yeah. We should have him on. I mean, he I don't really know how does. he does it though. He gets a lot of news. Especially. He doesn't get the little stuff. He just goes for the sponsor, like he huge goes to the sponsor top. topics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, uh, man, shout out to this guy. I think he makes some people mad, uh, other reporters mad because maybe the, obviously his editor will let him pretty much go with it once yeah. he has it half-ass confirmed. Versus a Jenna Fryer or Bob Pockers who's got to wait for their editor to give it. A thumbs up. So uh, shout out to this guy. It's understandable, for, though. He's really kind of the new Jayski man in terms of uh, breaking things. Um, yeah, and good for him on that. But, I mean, to this question, you know, what people don't realize is we're a science project for NASCAR on a lot of times. When you hear that we're going tire testing or you hear that we're doing X, Y, and Z, we're doing that on our own dime. NASCAR's not paying for that. Goodyear's not paying for that. Even though we're helping Goodyear, do you think the NFL – Calls on the New England Patriots to develop new cleats. <laughs> try this play. <laughs> try this play and see how it works. Like, and let's put your wide receiver at risk. Like, no. So for me, man, I almost look at this and go, hey, NASCAR is is making a lot of money. The TV package is making TV 
uh, or NASCAR and, and these tracks a pile of money. The tracks are really raking it in. So if, if the teams are asking NASCAR and, and the tracks to carve out a little bit of money to help them cover the cost of the Gen 7 car, then so be it, man. This, you guys can't imagine what we all just spent as race teams on the engine deal, you know, to have two engines, a 750 and a 550, and, and uh, it's expensive. Yeah, I think um, <clears throat> switching to a new car is going to be a big deal. Um, I, I don't, I don't think it's out of the question for that to happen. You know, and um, like in football, that's kind of what I touched on earlier. Our project's always developing. You know, and we, um, there's a lot more moving pieces. Yeah, someone might come out with a new shoulder pad, but it's not going to make a difference in the gameplay of a guy. It might be more comfortable some guy, something like that. But it's not going to make this guy faster than that guy. Right up, you know what I mean? Like our sport's a little bit different than others, so I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing. To, to be more united in this, and if we're going to run your cars, help us. Yeah. I mean, teams aren't paying, you know, Hans for Hans to make a safer device. Hans is, you know, basically taking that R&D cost, right? So the R&D cost for, for this Gen 7 car, it's big, man. Is it going to be more economical down the road? Every race team certainly hopes so, but up front, it's a huge, huge cost challenge. So if, if the, we don't have cars to put on the tracks, nobody's going to go to the track, nobody's going to watch. So the tracks maybe do need to reinvest on the backside of this thing. After the controversial ruling in the Kentucky Derby on Saturday, what has been the most controversial ruling NASCAR has ever made in a race? TJ. Well, I know one thing. Me and Joey aren't going to win any horse races. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't – I think the most controversial ruling that has has ever been made in in a race is one that probably wasn't made. A guy wins the race and isn't legal and still keeps the win. Um, I think there's more of that. Which, you know, obviously, I think NASCAR's done great this year with we don't have any Tuesday decisions. We don't have anything like that. You're the winner, you're not. And guess what? Now we don't talk about it anymore. You won the race. You passed tech right then. Now we don't have to complain about it anymore. Well, this guy wasn't legal. Well, he was. He passed tech before the race, and after race, he's done. Nobody, you know, it just erases all that. That's my favorite part about single car qualifying is we're not talking about it all freaking weekend leading up to the race. We're actually talking about the race on Sunday morning. Um Man, Elliott lost a, a Daytona 500 that was a discretion of NASCAR as to whether or not it was raining too hard. He lost a, a race at Indy where he took the lead because the leader spun his tires, and they declared that he beat the leader to the line, which he did, but it was because the leader spun his tires. That's, for me personally, the two that, that I can remember uh, being a part of. You know, Justin Haley obviously had his win taken away at Daytona, so for fans that are saying, man, we've never seen NASCAR do this, yeah, we have. They took the, his win away yeah. on site at Daytona for breaking a rule. This horse apparently – broke a rule yeah the conditions were really really bad i was super duper surprised <laughs> from a pr standpoint the kentucky derby came back out <laughs> and said you're not the winner like clint yeah. and i were at dinner and we were talking about it and i was like this is he awesome. was fired up i was like this is awesome because they're keeping the conversation going about the race after the race but there's no way they overturned this win yeah and they overturned it and i was like well i'm an idiot they're wrong. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I think going back to this, the most controversial ruling that I can remember is probably Regan Smith and Tony Stewart at Talladega. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, but, you know, a, a quick touch on the qualifying thing. One thing that I noticed, they talked about every driver. Every car got on TV. When the TV took every a break, sponsor. when they took a TV break, no car rolled on the racetrack, which I thought was awesome. So a lot of guys made a living in this sport 
based on personality. You know, Michael Waltrip was what oh for four hundred until he went on a winning spree and won two Daytona five hundreds. But he's funny as hell. Race <laughs> yeah. But but had he been a part of the sport right now, a group qualifying and a guy who's running thirtieth every week, you wouldn't know his personality was there. Kenny Wallace, same thing. Guy stuck around for a very long time because of personality. So I think this gives Corey LaJoy. Ross Chastain, Bubba Wallace, you know, younger guys who aren't developed yet to really show on camera who they are. Did they talk that to these time. people like leading up to the when they were getting in the car that they have they're, cameras they're gonna, on? They're going to have to. At well, times. they have a lot more time, so there's there's. Well, I'm more. saying now when you're walking down that qualify line, you got a camera that goes down it and talks to every driver. I think the thing you know? too is even on track they showed every sponsor. Yeah, honestly, I think it's cool. Like he said though. You show the car, but yeah. before the cars roll out, you get a quick interview with the guy that's getting ready to go out six spots from now, and maybe he says something funny. Some kid's watching, man, that guy's cool. Yeah. I'm going to watch him. Yeah. Now the audience is tuned in more rather than sitting there with a with a drink in their hand waiting for that five minutes, which, I mean, I still like the group deal, but I think this is better across the board for all people. I'm excited for what TV can do. I mean, I remember as a yeah. kid, you know, 15 minutes before Dale Earnhardt was going to go out to qualify – you knew he was going to pop out of his bus and there was going to be a camera following him yep. and he was going to knock somebody off pit wall and he was yeah, going to rusty. make fun of a reporter. He was going to yeah. do something. Again, his personality, the intimidator, was shown even in qualifying. So this is this is a good thing. TJ's bringing up a really, really, really good point about single wow, car qualifying. Wow, you, just, you just love TJ today. TJ, uh, I'm going to hug him out. They're gonna I, hug. I, will say I mean, I, it's cool, though, because yeah. you, like, like Biggie used to walk out of the – on the pit wall, and drivers are sitting there waiting for their laps, and Rusty's sitting there. He'll walk up and put them in a headlock, and they'll joke a little bit. But that's what people need to see from these guys, and you don't get to see it. This I, is maybe the best thing we'll say on the stay on, say on the show today is what we just said. I'm telling and you, I think I, love it. I give the announcers props because imagine how many interviews you have to do, how many questions you have to think about. It's it works out really well, and it's great for TV. Hey, they don't want to say okay, qualifying has started. Okay, yeah. there's nothing to talk about because nobody's going. Right. I mean, it, I, I like I said, I personally like group deal because I felt like it it was exciting for a few minutes, you know. Mm-hmm. But I want what's best for the sport. And, and, but I feel like long term, this gives people a chance to sit down and enjoy qualifying. Like it, yeah. It's gonna get, you know, at times this next week's gonna be single car. We're gonna know who's gonna get the pole in practice probably. We're gonna know who's gonna have the fast car. But that guy might not race the best. Vegas, we won the race. We didn't qualify very good at all, but we went for handling. So, you know, it's going to be – I'm just glad they're going to they're gonna be able to fill this time with, you know, hey, on this week, uh, the 32 car has got, you know, this, this company come on board this week. So. Um, yeah, I mean, Corey LaJoy's face on the hood at Daytona. What a story that was. And yeah. they had an yeah. opportunity to tell that story. You know they would not have talked about him if that didn't get on his car. If you think about it, though, because of all of the network shows, that, or all of the shows that are – going on right now there isn't really an opportunity to show what we know about the sport and like i i learned this this weekend because uh so xfinity did a really cool watch us watch nascar program where like people could watch like jamie little and jeff gordon and everybody watching the xfinity race and they would share things that like content and things about drivers that nobody else knew because we don't like with the programming it's all competition right Right. now except for you know nascar america when they call on us to do that yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm pretty available during Xfinity races, so. They aren't smart enough to do that. No. They think we're not a big enough name. I they know. don't understand the entertainment <laughs> value of do us they calling not, a race. Do they not understand the knowledge level we have of all these guys that are driving I mean, out there? Y'all I mean, are pretty knowledgeable, so. Casey, get on that. Xfinity. I'm not politically correct enough for that thing. But no I just way. thought it was really cool because I learned things about drivers that I didn't know, and that just means that fans who don't go to the track every weekend don't know it either. All right, next topic. Kansas is the first 1.5 miles. Is this a joke? Is this a joke? I'm not even turning around anymore. 
No, all that's, that, that's legit. All that racket. Uh, Kansas is the first 1.5-mile night race this season with the new aero package. How will this package perform under the lights? Brett? We don't know. But in Vegas, when we tested, the cooler the track, the better the product was. And as this, as this freaking package faces warmer conditions, the racing goes completely to crap. So I really, really hope that cooler conditions is the answer. And if it is, guess what we got to do? We got to run at night everywhere we go because it's the warmer track right now is not putting on the package that we've been looking for. You clearly are not. A fan. I think the colder, I think Vegas is different than, you know, this Vegas has handling issues because of the bumps. Vegas track has characteristics that are just, you know, you got it fighting handling this track. As far as I know, doesn't have any issues at all. Maybe wind into three sometimes, but I think as it gets colder, you're going to see more of the slot car effect, in my opinion. I think it's going to be faster. The faster we go with these cars, the bigger the hole we punch in the air because of that spoiler, because there's zero air getting our, our cars are lower than this piece of paper to the ground. You know, how does any air get under there for the next guy behind you? The faster we go, the more, the higher the air is going to go behind you, the less air that guy is going to have. So I think when you have a, a hot, slick racetrack, um, when you have a hot, slick racetrack, guys are sliding. Guys are sliding more. Guys are fighting for grip more. Um, going slower because they're fighting for grip. Therefore, a smaller hole in the air. You've been in one of the fastest cars all year. For what they were looking for, for what they were ultimately trying to, you know, when we watched the All-Star Open last year, it was at night. It was a hell of a race. We saw guys battling it out. That's what they were hoping for with this package. If we don't see that at Kansas at night or in the All-Star race at night, we're not going to see it all year. Well, the That's open, my opinion. Because when, I, when this thing warms up, when I see this track warm up, I see the, the, the race product completely change to what we're fighting at Dover where you can't pass. Uh, well, the Open was running when it was daylight still. Yeah, but it was cool. It wasn't I mean, like it was, it was still sunny. 90 degrees. It was still sunny, but I, I just think the faster we go, um, I think the faster we go, the harder – the harder it's going to be with no handling issues. Like I'll, I'll tell you this to me, Charlotte's a tighter corner than Kansas. I think it is anyway. I mean, that's the way it looks to me. It is. Yeah. Um, but I think this is going to be more like a Vegas on steroids kind of with, um, just going to be hard, man. I anytime mean, you enter, anytime you introduce a new package to the teams, the first race is awesome. Like even, even go back to this, look at the Roval. When we went and tested the Roval, it was exciting as crap. Guys were wrecking like crazy. Then we got there for practice. Guys were wrecking like crazy. By the time the race came around, the drivers had it figured out. And when you look at new packages, you give us a few races, the engineers have it figured out. So what may look great to start with is going to change drastically when these guys have a chance to really get their hands on it and and the drivers get their hands on it. It's it's always going to be that way. I would love to show up and not even practice. That that Roval, imagine showing up to that Roval race with no practice. All right, you go test. There's your one-day test. Now there's no practice. Just go race. It would have been a complete shit show, right, which I love, yeah. man. We need these guys to wreck. They ran 400 miles at Dover, and nobody was out of control. The cars are just they're too well, implanted in the track. We're like IndyCar. Car. One car was. <laughs> but, yeah. All right. Well. Uh, off the wall question with Mother's Day on Sunday what are your plans to make the day special for your wives and moms how about TJ well um, I don't know if I should say this or not on here but I'm I'm uh, alone she's a uh, same my wife's leaving to go on a cruise because she does some she does uh, 
some travel agency stuff on the side. She does a lot of Disney vacation stuff. Um, she does a lot of people in the industry's Disney vacations and a um, handful of drivers and stuff use her. Should we give a website right now for people who want to go? Plug it in. I don't, she doesn't really have a website. Should we, give her, should we give her phone number out? Yeah, we uh, need yeah, to talk, it's, actually. Uh, seven, uh, it's, um, no, she does. She has an Instagram account she uses and stuff, but she does a lot of stuff with that. So she's going on some I'm cruise. I'm trying to help you. I don't know what it is. I'll just give him TJ's number. It's uh, Tamala (laughs) MMM Travel, MMNT, something, Marvelous Mouse Travels or something. This is marketing fail right here. It is. Well, I didn't come on here planning to do that, but she's uh, leaving tonight or today, actually getting to take her to the airport a little bit. TJ if you were interested. So I've got the kids for, uh, I've got the kids until I leave, and then when I come home Saturday night, I will have the kids early morning when I wake up Sunday, and uh, we are going to... we're going to raise. <laughs> We're going to clean the house. We're going to vacuum. Wow. Dust. <laughs> my attempt to make TJ's family more money just failed miserably. Uh, my whole family will be at the beach. Oh. They have a, their girls have a big dance competition down there called Showstoppers, and they'll be dancing all weekend. I'm actually taking my mom to lunch. And Matthew's uh, very How excited. How is your mom? She's, doing, she's yeah. doing all right, man. She's hanging in there. Broke her hip about six months ago. Uh, really had us worried there for a while, but she's doing she's doing great, man. She's still her fiery little self, lover to death, and can't wait to see her and uh, and buy her lunch on Sunday. Tamala MMT. There we go, people. Sign up. Sign up right now. Yeah, Casey, you got Mother's Day plans? I have to fly to Philly, so uh, no. What's Susan gonna do? Susan is staying with Chad. How's yeah. she gonna celebrate? Uh, how is she celebrate? Does she, she celebrate? Well, she get you a card. I mean, this will probably be your last year not being a mom. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I hate to say this, but I don't really get into like these kind of things. Yeah, I'll go. Like, I, I try, mean, I try to make every day be Mother's I'll Day. Have every Madeline, day be I'll have Madeline. I'll have Madeline make her a card or something. Yeah, and sign it I have the kids. a gift. Like I, my yeah. mom, I'm shipping her a gift, so she'll have something. And she'll you have ship some- your gift. Oh, I have yeah. to. Do you ship your pants? You ship your pants. <laughs> I ship my pants. I shit my bed. That commercial's <laughs> hilarious, by the way. That's great marketing, too. Well, I have a gift for her say, can and you say Chad's you ship mom. Your pants? Say I shit my pants. What? No. You've never seen that commercial? We've talked no. about this before. Oh, Target my gosh. Did. We've talked about it, but yes. I don't think I ever oh saw my it. Gosh. I shit my chair. <laughs> I don't think I saw it. I'll have to look it up. Have you ever, no or, have you ever ordered about. pants? What? Have you ever ordered pants, like, off the internet? Something? Yeah. So you, you, you ship, ship them. your you. pants. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I have to look at it. She's not buying into it. Um, <laughs> yes, and going to brunch with Chad's mom. That's awesome. And church. Yeah. So. Where are you going? Uh, I think, I don't know. North actually. Harbor's my favorite here. To sit outside. I've actually only been there once. I've been to... What? Uh, Yacht Cl- Peninsula Yacht Club. Oh, you're high. Oh, yeah, wow. She's high for wow. life. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no wonder Ooh. she married into this boat deal. No kidding. No, maybe it's you not that... you drive your yacht no, over it's there? Off, it's off Catawba. What's that other one called? Do you drive the... your yacht to the boat club? No, I'll I don't have some, a yacht. You want some chicken nuggets? I'll take it. <laughs> I need a new car first before I buy Where are you going at? Downtown? Maserati. Lexus? No, uh, yeah, I can't Maserati. afford a car right now. Uh, Excuse me. Don't go to We uh, work in NASCAR, okay? Uh, yeah. I don't know what the place is called, but it's like one of those clubs, like North Harbor or something like if that. If you're coming to Charlotte for the race and you want to sit outside and have a beer, North Harbor at exit 30 yeah. is phenomenal. Great food, best place to eat on the lake. Now, if you want to go where I go, the low class people go go to the Blue Parrot. Oh yeah, that yeah. place is good. Blue Parrot. There's another one, isn't that like a Freddy? Not Freddy's, uh, like I'm, a Mexican restaurant or something that just opened on the lake. Yeah, there's another one off exit. 
33? I don't know. I'm there, really there's, uh, there's Eddie's right there that used Eddie's, to be old Vinny's. Yeah. That's not Mexican. Oh, no, there's a Mexican place next to it. You're talking, dude. That place has been there for 20 years. I, I can't believe you know. said Eddie's is Mexican. No, there's a place <laughs> next to it. Oh my, I cannot. His talk. name's Eddie Garcia. Oh my god. There's a place next to it. Hey that's man, Mexican. I want a good taco. It's called the Prickly Pear, and it's been there for 20 years. Oh, you said oh it just god. opened. <laughs> hey okay, guys, well. want a good Mexican? Go to Eddie's. <laughs> I don't get out much, clearly. Maybe Cinco de Mayo. Maybe his last name is Garcia. Uh, yeah, I don't know. No, I've not. never. I've only been It'd there be like, like Eduardo's or something. Eduardo's. Okay, I'm never giving recommendations <laughs> ever again. Free margaritas. <laughs> well, half your recommendations people can't even get to. You need a gate code to get Como to. Como se dice Eddie. That's such a lie. Uh, <laughs> it's the... <sighs> next show, well, next show is going to be sponsored by Eddie's Tacos. <laughs> Whatever. Y'all suck. Ask DBC. Yeah. Pockrass's Tacos. <laughs> That's so good for that. That's funny. Oh, first question. DSM Breaker 26. Uh, would Dover... Oh, this is Devin Smrecker or something. He's wrote in a lot. We've done his questions before. Would Dover race any better with an asphalt surface again? Could the track maybe use some variable, use variable banking? Thoughts, TJ? Uh, that track's greatly shaped it's narrow it's tough to get a handle on we just need the drivers to slide around a little bit on it so i don't think it's the track that really needs to change i'm not against an asphalt if we pave that place they are going to be right around the bottom i mean it's going to be i I don't know it's going to be hard at this we need we need the tires to fall off after 15 20 laps to make guys think about okay i'm 25 laps into a run man i really want to pit but i don't want to pit we want the guy from 10th on back to be like, you know what? I'm coming. We want the guy ninth to say, I'm staying out for track position. And then we have cars going this way and cars going this way that can actually move and pass. There's nothing wrong with Dover. There's nothing wrong with the surface. Um, We saw TJ stay out and win the stage. That's what's wrong. That's a tire problem. Updates Fanatic uh, asks, who has been the biggest overachiever in their equipment so far in 2019 in Hmm. any series? Tyler Reddick. I know he's the last champion, but looking back at them cars, he is taking that program from a B to an A plus right now. He's almost the guy to beat every week. Watching how he drove Talladega, um, he's come out of the box here and said, I'm the champion and I'm going to show it. I'm biased for this guy, uh, but I'm going to say Ross Chastain in the truck series. Been uh, very pleased with what he's been able to do. And, and equipment that I didn't see being capable of winning races, and I truly believe at short tracks and and some of those you know mile and unders, he's 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 really doing big things for that program. Nice Motorsports. I mean, Nice Motorsports last year, I didn't know who yeah. they were. Yeah, I, I definitely think I definitely think Ross has been a, he's been an over, Ross is always an overachiever in everything he gets in. He is, but people don't notice it because it's not it's not in the A or Bs. It's the C and Ds. He's taking a D and finishing in the Cs, and people. Overlooked that a lot. Yeah, he. I mean, he ran eleventh, tenth or eleventh at Richmond, and yeah. and his Johnny Davis uh, car. Hell, he raced Kyle for the lead at Martinsville. I mean, he has he drives to a lot of the races. He he drives his own motorhome. Yeah, he's on it. Let's get him on the show yeah. the week of Chicago Land if he's here. Like yesterday, he drove from Dover when the race was over Monday. Yeah. He drove from Dover to Charlotte, left his motorhome in Charlotte, jumped on an airplane, flew to his farm to do stuff at his farm in Florida. Like, that's a blue-collar badass. That's what this sport's missing. It's what this sport was built on. He's not a rich kid. Does he come from money? Yes. But his money isn't paying for his rides. His mom and dad are putting him in great rides. He's earning his own way. He's a guy we need on the show. Money doesn't 
money doesn't take you in a D car and let and make you finish B minus. It doesn't drive you to a B. No, you know the talent takes you from the D to the B or even C. I mean that that's talent. That's not that's money. A big, a I mean the, the DC think. Solar obviously didn't work out, but look how he got there. He's yeah. not even paying. No. no, so he's taking equipment that people are asking him to drive. And running better with him. And this is what I saw when he drove Bobby Dodder stuff before I got I was sitting there and I'm watching, you know, my trucks running at tenth or eleventh, and I look back here and like four spots behind me is Ross Chastain, and I'm like, son of a gun, wow, what's this kid doing here? Yeah. And he was doing it consistently. So and he's still doing it. And that's been he's made a career out of this quietly. And people aren't gonna look back and say Ross Chastain was a great driver, but they should. Because mm-hmm. he is, if, if he's still young enough to get a chance. If he gets to be go- considered right a great yeah. driver, I'm really excited about him in this college car. That's why I'm saying let's get him on at Chicago. It's because this is the first time this year that he's going to get you know in a good intermediate car. And if he can go out there and run top seven in that car, because Justin Haley's been running tenth to twelfth at all these intermediates. If he comes out and runs top you know six seven, he's <clears> taking a B minus program yeah. and making it a B plus program, which is a bigger jump than people think. Ross yeah. could make that program better. Apps right now. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Two good picks. Mike Barbone191 submitted this question. Which winless driver do you think will throw the biggest party after his first career win? And what has been the best post-race party you've ever attended or been a part of? And winless right now, <laughs> Bowman, Byron, Suarez, Priest, and Bubba. We can't talk about that on here. I guess we, we really can. So, I please mean, share. I came in still drinking from one of my biggest parties, so I think Martinsville last yeah. year was a uh, was a top one for you me. Went to Uber to the TJ. Which podcast. guy you think? Which which guy you got throwing the biggest party? Bowman back in the day, but new Bowman, I don't think so. Yeah, he lost a couple tents. Yeah, um, maybe in a lap. Be careful, we're almost family right here. I know that's why I'm. I know we're almost family, or it is fam. No, nah, they're not married yet. So. We can't talk about it because Casey will yeah. make the whole show get edited. So don't do what that. Are to Jason. You oh my gosh. About? Alex, he was when Alex subbed for Dale Jr. That he was a good he, time. Yeah, man, he was digging like he was qualifying, trim every lap. He was running better then too. Yeah, and then he get he settled down and lost a couple tents. So yeah, um, <laughs> I've got man, I don't same know, deal. Man. With, same deal with Ryan Priest. Like he just he just got married, moved down here, bought a house, got a horse farm, got this whole thing going on. Right, Ryan Priest before that was fun too. I kind of feel like Bubba. William Byron Bubba and Suarez. William might. Byron's too sweet to be to partying guy. Blaney was pretty good after his Pocono win. That was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, anytime the driver wins a big wins a race and says, "Team, come back to my house and and we're gonna have we're gonna have a good time," because these races are hard to win. And I think sometimes people take for granted how cool it is to win these races and how hard it is to win these races. So when you win, I think it's really cool when the driver's like, "Hey guys." We're going to go to the shop behind my house, or we're going to go here. I don't, even a local bar, I don't care. Uh, you know, one with Regan in an Xfinity car, and he take we go to a local place here and and uh, have a good time. But um, I know which spotter would throw the biggest party if, if his driver won. Yeah. Bubba Wallace, Freddie Kraft would throw a hell of a party. <laughs> Freddie would throw a big party. These other spotters, uh, Stevie Reeves and Tony Raines and and Mister Boyd and and Kevin Hamlin, they don't know how to throw a party like Freddie does. Now most of them watch like. The Waltons and you know, like murder she wrote and go to bed. Yeah, TJ what was the best post race Dale win party. We didn't have to win, bud. <laughs> I mean, uh, top 40, we're celebrating. <laughs> man, the Charlotte weeks were so much fun, man. Painful. That, oh, gosh, it was so much fun. Um, 
you know, after the all-star race. We would leave, and, and I'm going to make it sound more famous and rich than, than the two of us are, but we would all leave after the all-star race on helicopters, and we would land at this church right here in Cornelius, and we would all go get on boats, and then we would not go to bed. Yeah, we've, uh, I mean, just Charlotte Weeks in general, there's so many people in town, the, the community has got a buzz to it, there's things going on downtown. What happened to those days? I don't know, man. I mean, it was uh, it was fun, man. We had a it was a lot of fun. There's uh, I think um, just the all star race parties like, after them, and you know, we, like Casey Kane won. Casey Kane come back to the Dell Junior's house and part. You know what yeah, I mean? And yeah. we just have a good time. Um, we were living it up back then. Yeah, I like, guess we're not we living it up anymore. No, no. too boring. We used to fly back from the West Coast. We'd have a night race out there, um, and we would fly back on Saturday night, like Phoenix or. Uh, California or something, we'd fly back and we would land. And like Brett said, we would land, we would drive home, change clothes, and get right back in the car. We would shower, change clothes, get back in the car, and go to the boat. And we'd drive the boat to where we were going to be on the lake, park it, go to sleep for a couple hours. And you would get up, walk out to the, the you know, walk up to the deck and look out there, and there'd be 20 boats on each side of you, radios blasting, people swimming. And Cocktail Cove was real. Sandbar was real. So yeah. bring it back. We partied so hard that they made laws that we couldn't tie that many boats up in a row. There, we have changed the laws in a lot of local places back in the day. Tell them about the wheelchair races at Dell Juniors. I don't know what, what wheelchair races. Yeah, when they used to run in wheelchairs down them hills by by the campground back there. I didn't do any of that. No. I know what you're talking about. I you were at the same party. <laughs> no, I'm not doing any of that. I know what you're talking about. Them guys um, are crazy. As I got older. I got smarter and realized <laughs> that some of the things that were going on, I probably didn't need to be a part of. Um, but you know, it's uh, we've had, <laughs> we've had a lot of fun. Yeah. So bring it back. We're too you, old. Yeah, I don't know. I'm why. not, but they all are. Your win was just last year. You came. Well, to I'm not. A, I'm still in that mode. I'm team fun. Remember, <laughs> I'm not getting off that bus. <laughs> Driving I, it. I just know that I have to babysit. So <laughs> babysitting has to take place. All right, so what else are we ranting about? Should we bring up qualifying again? No, we're good. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I want to rant about, let, we could rant about Micah over here. I don't even know Micah. He's Micah, I don't think he likes you very much. Micah is getting ready. Listen, Micah. If you're listening. Micah, if you're listening, I've witnessed a lot. That's what you just did is nothing compared to what I've witnessed. So, you Beware. know, catch it this week. Yeah. Jam I mean, 360. I'm talking. Jolly Ranchers and shower heads. I'm talking the time me and me and uh, Toe for one of our buddies went to the uh, the pet store and left with 200 crickets. They got let loose in a guy's house, and I witnessed it. That I was have, Josh's house, wasn't it? That was Josh Snyder's house. Yeah. yeah, it was. It went from like, oh, this is going to be cool to like they start spreading out, and you're like, oh. Josh Snyder <laughs> was a fun guy to party. Holy with. cow! Yeah that that all started because they got um. They were happy one night and decided to fill buckets of water up with flour and try to get in all our houses. So and what you're saying is there'll be some retaliation. Yeah, there's now. so many things to do, Micah. I, <laughs> I don't really know that you. I understand. think Dillner is trying to play innocent, but I really think that no, we he need to in include it. include him. As mad as he was acting, he was involved in it. Because oh, he was 100. If he wanted to find that guy the first time he went out there, yeah. he would have found him. Yeah. So Dillner, you're screwed. <laughs> yeah. Catch it this week, JRM 360. Yeah. Shout out to Jim France, who's who I think is changing the culture of NASCAR, and I think 
his at-track presence is a big deal. Can't tell you how many times that we didn't see the, the, the main guy in our sport yep. completely absent, completely hands-off, to see Jim hands-on and to see like things happen this week. And the storyline for us going into this weekend is that the Kyle Busch got fined and the, the owner of the 95 got fined. It's really that Jim France is doing the right thing. This Listen, NASCAR's a really big, big ship, and big ships don't turn on a dime. I think he's got us going in the right direction with all these moves. Back to single-car qualifying. TJ just sang the praises of why we needed to do that. Like, There's so many good things going on. If we can get Goodyear to make the right tire at some of these places, well, we're hitting grand slams everywhere we go. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of good things going on about our sport. And, and here recently this year, we're not talking about we're not talking about well, this, you know, qualifying sucked this week. This, just something every week was negative. Now people are having to dig for something negative, and now we got, we got better things going. Yeah, was it the best race? No, it wasn't the best race you ever saw, but you're not going to get that every week, man. Guess what? A guy still went out there, laid it all on the line for 400 laps, and won a race. It was not easy to win still. He, Martin Truex drove his tail off that race still. He didn't go out there and ride around and just win. He drove his tail off. So... Um, and that's what people respected back in the day, and they still need to respect that now. You're not going to get a side-by-side photo finish every week. Do we have capability of having them? We do. But, you know, this, these guys are still driving their guts out every week. We ran a one-lap run to end a stage, like, because NASCAR did the right thing. Got the track cleaned up, got pit cycle done. You know what? They could have held it. <laughs> I didn't want to do it. but they, No, I didn't want to do it I either. I didn't want to do it, man. I didn't want to do it either. I wanted to take my top ten and get on out of that stage, but for the fan – they did the right thing because if I'm sitting in the stands, I'm going, man, you're manipulating this whole stage in. You're letting it just finish instead of cleaning up the track, pit windows open, one to go, go green. They did it with one lap. The old regime, they would have rode that out, man. Let me ask you this. What if no stage ends under yellow? Oh. Kind of like the all-star race. Oh. No stage can end under yellow. Me and you won't like that idea, but fans would. I'm just saying. I mean, it, I, hey, I'm with you, bro. Every, every stage a green-white checker. It, <laughs> it's like one of them risk it all memes or yeah. or you see that guy yeah. over there with his wife at the bar and he's watching all these yeah. colleagues. But that's ultimately risk it all. <laughs> without going to that extreme. That's what NASCAR did. And that, yeah. that's, man, that's awesome. That's what the fans deserve. It's not what I wanted. It's not what TJ wanted. It's not if what it's Clint Boyer point, wanted. If it's a point paying finish at some point, there's stuff on the line. Maybe we need to treat every stage end like it's a, like it's a you know, this is the first tenth at the stage end. Maybe Jeff Gluck will do a poll. Maybe. Another one. Well, how about some DVC picks, Candace? Thoughts? Did I win or lose? All tied up. It's tied. Fresh Chase slate. Elliott beat Brad Keselowski. Damn, man. By a lot. Yep. Seven positions. Well, that means I go first, right? I'm almost out of drivers. Oh, I know, me too. <laughs> almost halfway in the regular Ooh, season. We're only halfway? Almost. Dude, we are going to be What does red mean? I haven't on. picked them. Does this reset red at halfway? Means, <laughs> no. Reds, you can pick them. Uh, yeah, blues, I can pick. So, I mean, going to Kansas, big wide open, mile and a half track, going to need a lot of speed. It's going to be really hard for me not to go with – the 22. The 22 is your pick. This is where he and Matt Kenseth feuded a couple years ago. Logano went on to win that race. And I want a Gibbs car. Do I have any Gibbs cars left? Jones. Ugh. Do I have any <laughs> other Gibbs cars left? <laughs> oh, you got uh, um, I've already used Martin. I'm sorry. Yeah, I've already used no, Martin. I've already used Bell. Kyle. <laughs> uh, you can use Christopher I, Bell. I'll take Christopher Bell in the 95. Um, 
I have, is there, who's the who's the other Gibbs guy that I'm missing? Truex, Hamlin, no, Bush, picked Tru- Hamlin. Oh yeah, he uh, he he's getting, he had a rough. You've week. already picked Hamlin. I've already picked him. Son of a, you're out, dude. Why don't you pick Ross Chastain to submit this week? So now I'm looking at Penske, and all I've got left there is Blaney and Logano. No, I've already picked Logano. Yep. Damn, man, I'm gonna go with. The guy south of the border who's going to give TJ Suarez. a run for his money. Coming off a of Cinco de Mayo, give me a yeah. Modelo, Daniel Suarez. <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> He's still at Eddie's right now eating tacos. <laughs> I'll meet you at Eddie's, bro. So- uh, Extra cilantro yeah. for me. I was talking about two authentic, different places, okay, guys? Authentic tacos at Eddie's. Uh, <laughs> We're never filming party this early ever after. again. Yo, Eddie, Suarez is the one. Got tequila? Um, That's, that was fun calling that guy out for my driver. <laughs> best, I almost picked him. Best driver at this track for fantasy. Oh, man, this is another wild card. I just don't think we know now. I don't think we do either, but I will tell you who's been quietly good is Chris Busher. But to win? Uh, I mean, you want a wild card, right? Yeah. You want me to pick a guy that can, can't that has wins? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think it'd be crazy to, to look at um, Ty Dillon. He's been picking up some speed lately and having a little momentum. Um, if they can put a race together and not have any issues, he could get some track position. And um, D. Benedetto. I, mean, I think not... Alex Bowman has been on the roll. I feel like. He oh, you can think make two happen. seconds? Is that really a wild card, though? I mean, uh, <laughs> he's making I, fun of you. I right wasn't now. saying that it was a wild card. I was just saying, if like, if you if had you're... to place a bet today in Vegas, who would you place it on? I'd put I'd put my money on Kyle Busch. I'd actually put it on Joey. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys are both on fire. We'll see. Um, Surprise driver. I guess that kind of is the same thing. We just did it. We just did that. All right. Movie review. All right. Watch Field of Dreams. Hey, whoa. Wait a minute here. Okay. Just tell us if you like the damn movie or not. (laughs) I don't need to know the producer and all this. Just tell us if you like the movie. I didn't put any of that in here. I'm just saying. Take it out. Field of Dreams was. I I liked it. If you say producer, I'm going to yell at you. I'm not going to. Okay. It was about baseball. I like baseball. It's cool to see Bill Diamond. It was funny when Ray was telling the other farmers they was hearing voices and they're all freaking out about, oh my God, he's hearing voices. And then he had to convince Terrence that he needed to take him to a baseball game but wasn't actually kidnapping him. And it's cool to see Fenway Park. Go Red Sox. Uh, Yeah, but I thought it was good. But the ghost character thing kind of threw me off. But A, B, C, D, what do you rate it? Um, B. B, solid. Well, I like the other ones we've watched so far better, but it Have wasn't terrible. Have you seen terrible. Wedding Crashers? Nah. <laughs> That's what you're watching this week. All right. If you're going to watch a baseball That's movie, That's where What too, an Idiot man. came from. Okay. Yeah. I can't believe uh, you haven't Ferrell? seen Wedding Crashers. Will Ferrell? Yeah. What, what an idiot. idiot. <laughs> hey, Ma, the meatloaf. We want it now. No, <laughs> yeah, oh, I thought it was a bra- original. What an idiot! No, nope. Oh, no, right. man, that's Will Ferrell. All right, deal. Now you're crashing yeah, funerals. Yeah. <laughs> he is that movie, man. That's probably my favorite movie. Something about Mary and Wedding oh, Crashers. Something about Mary. Step Brothers. Road Have you trip. Seen Step Brothers. Yes, They're, those are probably my fave. Yeah, I've seen that one. Wedding Crashers is pretty good, man. Have you seen something about Mary? Meet okay, the, meet, next week. Meet the Fockers is there oh, yeah. right there with it. You got to spike those Fokker. <laughs> Your name is Gay Fokker. Look at that Don't little. Don't you love that look movie? That little, look at that little. <laughs> Have you seen the movie? Yes. You're looking at me like. <laughs> remember that kid? Well, usually that's why I look at you like anyway. I love those movies. I like funny movies. <laughs> I know. You just can. You must have seen them like 10 times each because no, you can literally really, say the whole thing. Wedding watch, Crashers. Can't watch it. Yeah, I've funny. seen that movie a lot. Is uh, Wedding 
Wedding? Kings of Comedy is the only movie that I watch more than once, and that's a documentary filmed here in Charlotte with Bernie Mac and all those comedians. Steve Harvey. Like, that's the only thing I can keep watching over and over. The rest of that, after I watch it one time, I'm bored. Dude, Steve Harvey. <laughs> There's the YouTube clips of him and uh, what's that? The fa- Is it Family Feud? Yeah. That's him, right? Yeah. <laughs> Pork. Dude, <laughs> name something that comes at Jason. Oh, God. Name something that comes after the word pork to make a, you know. To make a ding. Yeah. Not a mark. What? I have no idea. This guy said cupine. (laughs) (laughs) They go down the list, this guy. Name something that goes with the word pork. He goes, cupine. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty good. He's hilarious. I love my sense of humor. Is uh, Wedding Crashers where he gets shot in the behind with a shotgun? No. No spoilers. No. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, that's the other one. <laughs> I mean, funny. it's still going to be funny. No. no. <laughs> that, that, there is a thousand parts in that movie that are hilarious, yeah. so you're fine. Yeah. All right, excited. All right. Well, we will talk to you after Kansas. Yes. Yeah. Be sure to check out JRM 360. Oh, Eat some barbecue if you're going it. to Kansas, man. Yep. Best barbecue ever. Yeah. All right. Thank you all for listening. Be sure the, are you? why are you throwing them to me? Hey, I have a question. Oh, Ship no. your sheet. I have a question before we end. Yes. We have a buddy that's really into barbecue and stuff. Yeah. And uh, he's from Kansas, right? Yeah. Is he coming this weekend? Traeger Scott? Yes. I'm sure we'll see Traeger Scott. So maybe we can get him to like, uh, maybe we can get him to give Dormover Clear a, a smoke or something and we can do like a recipe section where we talk about what we smoked or something. Yeah, we should do. Yeah, maybe. Cooking we'll do like show. A, yeah. Yeah, we'll do like a giveaway at the end of the year. Something, man. Something. Like we, we, we talk about the best recipes that you can cook on that. We'll sample some. We'll try them out this summer. And I bought my Traeger from Traeger Scott. That's what I did too. And yeah. I, I love it, man. Same. I love it. So. You guys sound like a commercial for it. But I'm, it's so good. I'm That's why I'm saying. cooking bone-in pork chops tonight that are currently soaking in a brine on my Traeger pellet grill. And they'll be off the chain good. Yeah, so they're make gonna, some yeah. for us. That's what I'm, but this is the thing, you though. chicken wings? Yeah. I'll bring you chicken wings. There's Thanks. two things Thanks. work Will you eat them for breakfast? Yes. Smokers go great with NASCAR fans that are going to camp, mm-hmm. and they're they perfect, go great with beer too. Perfect for our show. So we just done. light one up in here, and just smoke it up. That's what I, I'm gonna put Mike on it and smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should so, do a setup at the Charlotte race and just grill out. We could. That's what I'm saying. So Scott, we need to do something where a couple fans get to go to the track and we smoke some stuff. Charlotte, you <laughs> gotta be careful. <laughs> we get drug tested yes. around here. Jeez, oh man. Okay, right, yeah. I'll, I'll see ya. Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo.